guys, all three. One, two, three, five. Welcome to This Week in Lions Baseball, the official baseball podcast of LMU Athletics. I'm your host, Jonathan Grace, and each week I'll be joined by LMU baseball head coach Nathan Choate and by members of the team to take you behind the scenes with the LMU baseball program as we break down the big wins, the season's highs and lows, and give you exclusive access to all things LMU baseball. As always, I'm joined today by LMU head coach Nathan Choate. Coach, always a pleasure to have you with us. Pleasure to be with you today, Jonathan. And on the show with us this week, Mr. Consistent, LMU senior shortstop, Benny Casillas. Benny, thanks so much for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Glad to have you. The Lions are fresh off a successful three-game series against UC Riverside, having gone 2-1 and one against the Highlanders on the road. After a rescheduled game against UCLA, all three of the games were played in Riverside, uh, just condensed down into two days. LMU came in guns blazing, though, recording 14 runs across three contests. And with a combination of great pitching and big hitting, it proved to be a winning combo. So I want to start off, Coach, just asking you about how the weekend went from your perspective. We'll start, I suppose, with the postponed UCLA game. It's been some atypical weather down here in Southern California, and it's uh, proved to kind of reshuffle the calendar a little bit. Yeah, you know, we're not the only team, you know, dealing with this challenge of the weather. A um, little cold and wet and rainy for Southern California this time of year. Um, hopefully we'll be able to reschedule that game with UCLA uh, later in the season. And moving on to the games in, in Riverside, 2-1 and one on, the, on the weekend. Again, you had to play a condensed schedule on Sunday, two games, going from a loss in the morning to a great win in the evening. How did that all go from your side? Well, the first game on Saturday was great. Um, I thought we played pretty well. And, uh, you know, the, fir- the first game on Sunday, um, we didn't play so well. Uh, we gave up a, a five spot, I think, in the second. And we were chasing a crooked number. Um, and we just, we had some... We had some bad ABs, right? And uh, I think we just fell behind and and we're playing catch up. And that game kind of got away from us a little bit. But I thought the guys responded well uh, in the second game. And it was a little bit of a dogfight and and found a way to win 5-3. So good weekend. Whenever you went on the road, um, Division I baseball, you went on the road. That's a good weekend. Absolutely. And and Benjamin, I'll come to you on this one. Was it nice to have a little bit more time off between games? Or are you kind of used to, to that busy baseball schedule? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was nice. Uh, helped out a little bit. The body felt uh, pretty fresh on Saturday, but um, but then again, Sunday you play two games, so it, it kind of balances out. Absolutely. And, you know, this is the second weekend where you guys have had to play three games in two days due to just shuffling things around due to weather and, and logistics. Uh, how difficult is that as an athlete? Um, yeah, it's hard. I think, um, you know, one of my biggest struggles last year was just staying healthy and taking care of my body um so I've been really focusing on that this year and and the guys do a great job of our training room is pretty packed uh before practice after practice so um yeah I think as a group we've done a pretty good job but we need to continue it and uh yeah that's one of the main main struggles of being an athlete well, Benny, you were, we mentioned in the top of the show, you were very consistent in UCR. At least one run uh, and at least one hit in each contest. Six hits across the weekend. Game one, you knocked out three hits and five at-bats. What was the key to your consistency against Riverside? Um, yeah, I, I felt good at the plate. Um, I had a good weekend. Uh, me, and, me and Mitch, Coach Mitch, talked about some adjustments and, and approach things that helped out for the weekend. And, and overall, I think... Um, you know, the guys in front of me and behind me, you know, this weekend I hit in the nine spot. So behind me, we have 
Biller, Blau, uh, Vaquero, Thomas, that's that's a tough group to pitch to. So um, I think, you know, the constant pressure from the top of the lineup and, and the middle of the lineup really just opens things up, uh, you know, wherever you are. You talked about working with the coaching staff about making some adjustments. Can you share with us just what some of those adjustments were and how you implemented them? Yeah, so me and Mitch just talked about um, getting the right pitches to hit, you know, um, knowing your strengths as a hitter, um, your identity, who you are, um, when you go good, you know, where you're best. And um, previously this weekend, I was swinging at some pitches up that were kind of getting away from me. And we talked about how, um, you know, I, I go well with with fastballs low in the zone. Um, and so that was really my approach for this weekend was really just kind of push the ball down and, and get pitches I can drive. Well, Benny, you were kind of the offensive catalyst on a couple of different occasions against Riverside. What was your mindset going into each of the three games? Um, yeah, it was a big weekend for us. Uh, you know, we were still looking to get our first um, series win. Um, so that was kind of the mentality was how are we going to come away from this weekend with, a, with a, at least two out of three. And, you know, offensively, um, you know, we've talked all week about having identity and um, being a group and being relentless, you know, being a tough out one through nine, um, getting on base any way possible. Um, and, you know, it's not so much about getting a hit, but but putting together some good at bats. And, and when you string together um, two or three good at bats together, that that, you know, is hard for a pitcher to deal with. Um, so really, that was the mentality was uh, swing at the right pitches. Um, right. Work counts, have good at bats, be tough outs, get to two strikes and and protect. And um, it worked out this weekend. Well, Coach, Benny mentioned it there. You mentioned it as well as you were breaking down the series. It's not only your first series win on the road, but your first series win of the of the season. That's got to feel pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, any, like I said, anytime you uh, you go on the road and win two out of three, it's a good weekend. Um, you know, the, the two weekends previous were kind of out of out of mind, out of sight. So um, th- they're behind us and now kind of getting ready for Tuesday and getting ready for the weekend. So coach, uh, on Sunday in Riverside, the team responded, as we said, a two to 10 loss straight into a five to three victory later that day. We touched on this a little bit, uh, when we broke down the Oklahoma state series, but how do you guys go about making not only those mindset adjustments, but the technical adjustments in such a short time frame? especially doing that on the road has got to be particularly tricky. Yeah, you know, you, you got to have a short memory, especially when you play poorly in the first game. Um, I think Benny would tell you, I wasn't very happy after the first game. I don't think anybody was very happy with how we played. Uh, but you can't dwell on it because you got to, I think the, the second game started 40 minutes after the first game. So you got to have a pretty short memory and, and move on and get to the next pitch and the next game. I tell people all the time, I could never be a college football coach. I mean, having to sit on a, a on a on a loss or a bad game for a week until you play again, I, I don't think I could do that. It, it, it'd tear me apart. So that's the great thing about baseball and a doubleheader. Yeah, we played poorly in the first game, but we got to play forty minutes later. You know, it's interesting because I, you know, obviously I'm I'm not a coach, I'm not an athlete, but I would imagine there's there's pros and cons. On one side, you can think, oh well, maybe you have more time to sit down and analyze and think and plan. But to your point there too, maybe sometimes it's better to just jump in the water and play and, and adjust on the fly and, and trust your training. Yeah, you know, and especially with baseball, it's a game built on failure. I mean, there's failure built throughout the game. And so I think it's 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 a game that's played often. You look at the big leagues, they play 162 games, um, you know, and, and so you just you need to play frequently. So I didn't like the week off, you know. Now, the athlete, like Benny said, <laughs> getting a rest for his body, I t- completely understand that. But as a coach, um, if we could play every day, I'd, I'd love that. 
Well, Benny, I'll kind of turn the same question to you. Making those mental adjustments, making those technical adjustments to your game in a doubleheader like you saw on Sunday, how do you go about approaching a situation like that? Uh, you just kind of have to have a quick, quick, uh, you know, forget about it quickly and and move on and be a goldfish in a way. And that first game, uh, the OSU pitcher came out. He had a good game, and it's okay for you know to give him some credit. You know, he pitched well and he had a good game. But we we know that we're better than that. Um, and going into game two, we just had to flush it, uh, forget about it, and. Um, prepare for what's next. And and Mitch did a great job of uh, preparing us for that starter and giving us uh, the rundown on him and his tendencies and stuff like that. So yeah, we just kind of leaned on our coaching for that one. We've mentioned it a little bit, but it's a long stretch on the road. You're playing seven games uh, coming up next after, after we record this podcast before coming home to Page Stadium. Coach Choate talks about this a lot on the podcast, but playing against the game, not playing against your opponent. Benny, how do you feel like that factors into to having success on the road? Oh, I think it's a huge part of it. You know, the road is, um, you know, you're going somewhere that's unfamiliar, um, a new environment. You're playing someone new that you've probably never played uh, played before, even if you're a senior. Um and you got fans yelling at you. Um, you're staying in a hotel. You know everything's pretty much different, and um, you just can't you just can't change the approach of you know if we know that if we play our game and, and we do what we're supposed to do, we can be anyone in the country. Um, so so you know it's it's hard, but you can't get caught up in, in what's across the chest and the team across from you because because at the end of the day, it's all about you know, what's going on in your dugout. And if you guys are playing well, then it doesn't matter who's in the other dugout. Well, Coach, I want to talk to you a little bit more about Benny. You know, he was a big factor last season as well. He's obviously proven his worth this season and picked up right where he left off. Last season, he started in nearly every game. Uh, and as we said, already building off that success this season. How do you feel like his game has, has changed and evolved from last season to this season? Well, I just I think he's a more confident player. Um, you know, some of the things that he brings to the table don't show up in the statistical column, right? And and you don't see it, but his talk in the infield is really, really good. Um, his leadership is really, really good. And so his positive energy, I mean, he's a competitor. I, I think those things are contagious. And like I said, they're they're really important in a game that's built on failure. So I think the things that he brings to the table, just the 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 positive energy, the get up when you get knocked down. Those things are contagious, and I think I think of all of his strengths as a player, um, he's he's got a good skill set. But I think those things probably carry more weight than anything else. And I think he'd probably agree with that if you asked him. Do you think that that confidence and that evolution in, in a player's mindset is something that comes with seniority? Obviously, Benny's a, a senior now on the team. Or do you think it's something that that comes through individual growth that the player has to get in and do themselves? Well, I think part of it's the environment you grew up as an, as a kid, right? The experiences that you you have in your household. I, I think his parents did a great job with him, um, teaching him to be positive and to be resilient and to respond to things that don't go his way. Um, but then the other thing is, you know, there is no substitute for experience. Like we could do every practice and every drill we want, but the more that you play the game, the more that you coach the game, the more that you're involved in the game, you're going to learn more. You're going to see things that you've never seen before. Um, and then you can apply those things down the road. And so it's just, it's hard to get a young guy to get up to speed on some of those things that you just learn naturally over time. And so I think he's played for so long, he's older. Um, but I think a big part of it starts at home, right? And, and I think his parents did a great job with him from that. 
Well, Benny, I'm curious. I'm going to kind of ask you the same question. You know, that growth and evolution, where do you feel like that comes from, from your perspective? You know, this might sound a little weird, but I think my confidence comes from my failures. Um, I, I failed an incredible amount, you know, and, and um, I know what it feels like to 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 strike out 10 the game with runners on base in a, in a one-run game. And I, I know what it feels like to miss a ground ball and then your team loses and you feel like it's all on you. So, yeah, I think I think my failures, because I've failed a whole lot and now I'm privileged to kind of play in front of some people and at some cool stadiums, but... But I failed in the biggest stages before, and and um, you know those are the instances that really motivate me and allow me to learn as a player and as a teammate. And um, so yeah. And speaking more tangibly about you know technical skills in the game, where do you feel like your play has has evolved the most over the last twelve months? Oof, that's a good question. It's a great question. Um, I think I think as a hitter. I'm understand things a little bit more now. So I think I've grown as a hitter uh, from thinking the game through and, and mentally, you know, I understand things a little bit, how pitchers are going to attack me and stuff. Um, but I also think this last year has been really big um, for my shoulder and, and getting it healthy. And, and um, I've worked super hard in physical therapy and stuff. And so uh, having that healthy and feeling good has been super important for my, for my defense. So um, I know that was kind of two answers, but um, I guess both. Well, Coach Benny mentioned it there with his shoulder. We, we've talked about this in, in the last couple of episodes too, but getting the team healthy and getting the team prepared to to play at their physical best seems to be kind of a theme this season. And a lot of guys are healthier than they have ever been. They're coming back from big injuries. You know, I, I think it goes without saying that's an important aspect of, of the team's success, but I, I feel like a lot of that sometimes goes overlooked in college sports. You, you expect your guys to come out, you know, at least from a fan perspective, to come out and be healthy, but there's so much work that goes in behind the scenes to, to making those things happen. Yeah, you know, last year we were obviously beat up quite a bit, and I think our guys have done a good job taking care of their bodies, um, getting sleep, you know, hydrating. We've added a yoga class on Monday that I think has been pretty good for the guys. Um, Benny probably could touch on that a little bit more, but just to try to get guys after the weekend to, to get better recovery. Um, cause three, three days on your feet or, you know, we played what 18 or 27 innings in almost 36 hours this weekend. That's a lot of baseball. And so to get them off their feet and, and I think the yoga has helped, but I think those guys are older and more aware of the importance of taking care of your body, making sure you get sleep. Don't stay up till two o'clock in the morning. Make sure you drink a lot of water. Um, those types of things. And and I think you're seeing a healthier team this year for sure. I'm curious about, you know, the, the addition of that yoga class from you coach, but also just about as a coach in general, we see this from, from athletes all the time, but there's a constant evolution, a constant uh, striving to, to make the program better and, and be more successful. Uh, this seems like this would, would, would be a huge aspect of that as well. Not only the technical baseball skills, you know, there's the nutritional aspect, the mental health aspect, but also these different aspects of, of physical health that you guys are bringing in to help everybody play at their best. Yeah, you know, the sport is evolving. We need to evolve as a program, so we're always looking to find an edge anywhere we can um, to try to give our guys the things and the tools that they need to be successful. Um, so that's a big, big part of it. And like I said, I, I think the feedback from the yoga part is something that we're definitely going to keep in the program because I, I've gotten a pretty good feedback from from our players. Well, Benny, I want to ask you about the yoga as well. First, is yoga something you've tried before or is this a new addition to the uh, Casillas health routine? (laughs) And also, how do you like it? Do you feel like it's making a positive impact on you and the rest of the team's ability to 
adequately recover and get ready for upcoming games? Um, I've I've had a couple yoga sessions in my lifetime. I had some classes in middle school and tried it out, but um, I've never done it consistently. Um, and today was our second session uh, as a team, and it's been great. Um, we've only had it twice, but it's been great. I mean, guys come in after the weekend and, and, you know, certain things are tight and, um, banged up or not feeling right. And, and, uh, Sarah does a great job of, of, you know, allowing us to, um, you know, enjoy yoga at the same time, but actually get some productive work out of it and, and loosen up and get ready for Tuesday. How do you feel like just in your time playing college ball that, you know, expectations for health and, and the different tools at your disposal that have changed in your college career in terms of being healthy mentally, physically, and otherwise uh, as an athlete? Yeah, I think um, the mental side of things, you know, men- that's always a constant battle. You know, I don't think anyone ever figures that out or, or gets that figured out. You know, that's always a work in progress. Um, and physically, yeah, I never really... I never really was injured before last year. Like I never, um, it was never a concern of mine. You know, I never stretched on my own outside of team time. It was just, it was just never a problem. And, and, um, you know, going through the season last year, um, you know, I quickly learned that there was a lot of games being played and by the end, your body kind of, you know, breaks down on you. Certain things every day are, are, are feeling tight or, or hurting a little bit. So, yeah, this year it's been a big focus of mine was like preparing my body for the season and for the longevity of it. And, and, uh, yeah, so I've done a pretty good job so far, knock on wood. And, and, um, I have PT after this and I'm I'm gonna try and continue to do that. Well, coach, let's take a look ahead because the season is charging right along at the time of recording. You've got UC Irvine this Tuesday, Vanderbilt for three games this weekend on the road before returning home for a single game to face the Gauchos of UCSB. And then you dive right into BYU and WCC play. So far, you've racked up five impressive wins against very good baseball programs. I'm curious from your perspective, what you think is working well at this point in the season? I know it's still early days, but what do you feel like has been the strength of this team? And what are some of the things that you feel need to be improved in order to maximize results ahead of conference play? Well, first off, I, I've been pretty pleased with the with the pitching for the most part. You know, I think we've made some strides since, strides since last year. Um, Diego Barrera, you know, he kind of gets brushed under the rug. His outing on Saturday was awesome, and he's so good that people just expect him to do that. And it's like, oh, Diego dealt again. Um, but I don't know if he gets talked about enough. Um, so I've been happy with, with the pitching. You know, I, I know he's going to give us a quality start on Fridays. Um, you know, some things that we need to work on. I'm not real pleased with holding runners. We need to do a better job. Um, so I need to talk to the pitching coach about that, about doing a better job holding runners who happens to be, be me by the way. Um, (laughs) and and then offensively, you know, I, I'm not happy with some of our hit by pitch numbers. I think we're moving our feet a little bit too much. Our on-base percentage needs to improve. Um, we're not scoring enough runs for what we're capable of. So we need to do a better job offensively. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of things that we need to continue to work on, but, uh, you know, and we have an opportunity tomorrow against a very good Irvine team. I think they're nine and one or 10 and one. They're playing really good baseball. And then obviously going to Nashville this weekend to play Vanderbilt, who's a great program. That's going to be a great challenge for us and opportunity. Um, but yeah, those are just some of the things that we need to continue to work on. We're doing a lot of things, right. Um, but we need to continue to get better before we get to conference. 
in terms of on the pitching side, holding runners and, you know, on the offensive side, scoring more, uh, what are some of the things technically you think can, can be done to increase those numbers? Yeah, you know, our times to the plate um, need to be a little bit better and, and and we need to work on some of our pickoff moves and um, we're, not, we're not holding on our picks long enough. Um, we're we're kind of coming set and, and just, you know, picking right away. And, and that that's a coaching thing. That That's honestly on me. I need to do a better job and that's going to be a point of emphasis. We need to get better at that. And then the on-base thing is, you know, I don't want to be a program that leans into pitches. We're not going to do that. But I do want to hold our ground, right? And so if you're in the box and a fastball is coming at you, we're going, to, we're going to hold our, our ground. I mean, a perfect example is Grant Weiss, who's coming back from an injury, you know, had a had a sprained thumb. And in his first at-bat back on Sunday, he gets a ball off the hand that he was coming back from injury. But the fact that he held his ground to get on base, um, I think, says a lot about how tough he is and, and how unselfish he is. And so I just would like to see some more toughness and some unselfishness. Um, at the plate. And, and like I said, I don't want to lean into pitches, but I do want to hold our ground. And so we need to do a better job getting on base, not just trying to get hits, uh, but trying to, to get on base and finding ways to score. Because ultimately this game, what you're trying to do is you're trying to score offensively. And on the mound, you're trying to defend home plate Those at its most basic form. And so the more guys that you get on base, the more opportunity you have to score. The less base runners you have, right, and the better that you hold guys at first base and not let them get to, to second base on a stolen base, the better chance that they're not going to score. So, And Benny, as a player, what are some of the things that, that you're liking so far about this team? Where do you think the, the strength of the team lies from your perspective? Well, I think, um, I think we have a lot of depth. The season's long. Um, you know, weird things happen. People go down, um, you know, for instance, CR shoulder wasn't feeling quite right. Um, Trey Becker steps up, hits a home run. So stuff like that, like the next guy up mentality. I think our strength is our, is um, our depth because we have guys. I mean, pitching depth, infield depth. Um, we have we have pretty much it all. I mean, guys on the bench that are, are studs. You know, they're dudes, and and um, they might not be playing, but uh, when they get the opportunity, you know, I'm I'm sure they're gonna show it. Well, gentlemen, I think that's a great place to end. Coach, as always, always a pleasure to have you on each weekend and break down everything that's going on in the program. Appreciate it and great being with you, Jonathan. And Benny, thank you so much for joining us today. It was great to get to chat with you. Thank you for having me. Well, that's it for us this week on the show. You can listen to all the episodes of the podcast throughout the season on lmulions.com slash podcasts. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts as well to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the program. LMU continues their road stand with just five games to go before the start of WCC play. And we'll have it all here to break down with you on the show next week. But for now, you're all caught up on everything that's happening this week in Lions Baseball. 